Hey guys, welcome back to the Next Door Neighbor Podcast here. I am your host, Oscar, joined by my lovely wife. Hello. Hey. So today's episode is um a little bit of a different one here. It is heartbreaking. With a little bit of wholesome to break it up apart, make it palatable. There we go. Yeah. So um not sure if we're gonna cry on this one. Maybe. Maybe you'll see a little tear coming out over here. But um should be fun nonetheless. So let's go ahead and get into it. You remember that next door neighbor of mine? Wait, what? Against my neighbor. Who are these people? Get the door, get the door, get the door. <laughs> You're so like... <laughs> You're so extra. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's a little bit of a, a background here of what's going on. Um, I can hear this because I have, I have headphones, like the, the intro music and everything that you guys uh, hear, like kind of like zoning out slowly. My wife does not have headphones, <laughs> so she can't hear any of this. But she's over here dancing, pretending <laughs> like she can hear it, just so she can be part of it. And um, to give them a visual, I was going for Chandler dancing. Yeah, uh, Chandler from uh, Friends, right? Yeah. Uh, maybe I can put a little, a little bit of a, a meme <laughs> thing there, you know, a little gif. Uh, let's see how that goes there. Uh, let's go ahead and jump over to the first story here, though. It is, I think this one might be a heartbreaking one, I'm not too sure. I, I actually don't know. So you guys can even decide whether it's a heartbreaking or wholesome, because I already forgot, and she is the one that, like, puts them in, in the list. Are you trying to blame me? I'm not blaming you for anything. I'm just saying, you put them in the list, and I'm not sure which one is which. I already lost, like, track of which one is heartbreaking and which one is wholesome here. But um, first story for you guys today is, it's been confirmed that my mother cheated on my father, and I'm not surprised. Just the way my father said it made me cry. My mother is a living piece of shit. To put it lightly, my father moved away for a job when I was around eight and a half years old. I'm now 19, and he is back in the same country. He was living over 3,500 miles away, and as you can imagine, I was devastated at this information. We planned to phone at least two times a week, and calls were this frequent for the first two years he was out there. Now he was on a three-year contract. With the company and around a year and a half in we me and my two siblings were all told that he and my mother were splitting up we weren't told the reason why just that it was happening at this point i would have been 10 and my two other siblings would have been 13 and 17. so i understand why we weren't told entirely i remember a point where i asked my mom what happened and after some minutes she told me that she had eliasen and my dad misunderstood now for those of you that don't know eliasen has two meanings eliasen communication or cooperation which facilitates a close working relationship between people or organizations or liaison a usually secretive or illicit sexual relationship my mother had not had a job in who knows how long and in my childhood innocence i somehow believed i was my mother ha... my mother had not had a job in who knows how long and in my childhood innocence i somehow believed it was work related my father told me recently that when he was planning my father told me recently that when he was phoning us at a stupid o'clock between 10 p.m. and 2 a.m. sometimes, he'd find out that my mom was at a bar, sometimes even sleeping there, leaving us at home and leaving the parental responsibilities on my oldest siblings, rather than getting a babysitter, or even better, staying with us, lol. Every time he came back, it was no sex, with the reason being ill, sick, period, even if it didn't match with her actual period, you name it, she said it. So you can imagine that he wanted to check nothing was going on. And when he in fact did check, he found out that my mother was cheating on him and she tried pulling the, it's not what you think it is. The thing that made me break down crying was that he said, it wasn't leaving your mother that hurt. It was knowing I couldn't see you again 
and who knows how long when I had to make that phone call to you, my own kids who are my actual blood, it was the hardest moment in my life and still is. I love my father to the absolute moon and I'm glad he didn't make me hate my mother more than I already did as a child. He let me recognize and find out who she was for myself and didn't demonize her more than necessary. Note, I was not in a position where he could just take me with him. It was a completely foreign and worse off country to live in. Otherwise, I would have gone with my father. Wow. Yeah. Dang, bro. I honestly, I'm so used to like the am I the asshole things that I, I don't even know how to really break this down. But it, it's sad. It's sad and, and it sucks. Like, um, I, I, we were born in, in Mexico, right? Yeah. So, and, and we immigrated here to the U.S. Now, we are like first, uh, first generation of uh, immigrants in the U.S. for our families. And this story makes me really sad because I remember, um, well, I don't, I actually, I don't remember this, but I've been told this story like multiple times. And I, maybe you know where I'm going with this. I think so. Yeah, but like, it makes me sad because like, I, I think about how my father lived through a similar situation with this, but my mother didn't cheat. It, we, he lived through a similar situation with this uh with like this but it was it was because he he had to leave us and specifically me uh back in mexico when he first came to the u.s and every time you tell this story man he always cries mm-hmm. and it makes me want to tear up <laughs> just thinking about it well and, and, from my memory last time he told it which was the only time i heard him say it mm-hmm. you were just going at it with the food and no emotions maybe <laughs> i don't know sometimes i can't even look at him when he tells that story <laughs> but like I, it's, it's a very sad story, but basically he, he said how he, he didn't even know how to leave um, when, when he was coming to the U.S. He didn't know how to, how to leave us home. Um, I, I stayed with my mom and my older sister, um, but at the time I think I was like three years old or something. And he said the way he did it, and it's so heartbreaking, he said he, and it's like such a, 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 movie, a movie, moment, a movie yeah. moment, but he said, um, I was playing with you outside, and I grabbed your favorite ball. And I was tossing it back, back to you, and you were tossing it back to me. We did this a few times, and eventually I tossed it really, really hard. And you went to chase that ball. And when you turned around, I was not there anymore. He said that at the, he took that moment to, to walk away and, and leave as fast as he could. And he didn't even turn, he didn't turn back around because he knew he was going to, like, regret it and then come back. And, and oh, my God, like it just it, make, it breaks my heart that moments like that have to happen in, in certain situations right now this one this one is heartbreaking too because he couldn't do anything about it he i guess because of work right yeah he had to be in a different country like he had to be really far away and i guess there was just nothing that he could have done you know and, it, and it's tough i, I think um long-term relationships like this it's it's tough for both parties like i know the mother probably was going through something but like she should have broken it up before she went and cheated, you know? Yeah. I, I don't understand the difference um, or the time difference because he left when she was around eight and she's now 19. So the, the work contract was only for three years. I think it was that um, uh, he, he ended up getting another one. Uh, like, I think he was, he, he had like a, yeah, so... He was out there for two years, and then he got a three-year contract after that. Mm. So I think it was like five years in total. Eight to what? What is that? Thirteen? Yeah, like thirteen years. 
And I think like around that time, he probably, um, this, the mom is probably when she ended up cheating. And so he probably just had to stay out there for work, if anything, if he was, if he was already out there. I'm not sure how you're calculating this. So, um, well, she was eight. Your contract, right? So that was after the first two years. So that's five years, but there's a 11 year difference here. Yeah. Yeah. What I'm saying is like, he, for the first five years, he was out there, right? Mm-hmm. Because of work specifically but then i think once the mother cheated he couldn't take them back over there and he couldn't come back home because if he came back home he wouldn't have any money or he would he would he would he would have been out of work yeah you can find work yeah i guess you can find work i don't know i'm not too sure the situation maybe he had to stay out there for some specific reason i they're not telling us yeah well that's the thing that confuses me because they're not yeah because i i would come back for my kids i wouldn't just like from 8 to 19, you literally miss the whole important part. Yeah. Them becoming yeah. a person. Yeah, like one adult. <laughs> well, yeah, well, because, like, well, 8, they're already, like, a little person. But for the first couple years, yeah. like, they don't, you know, they're just, like, not really people. <laughs> I don't know yeah. how to put it. Um, no, I get you. Can you tell I don't have kids? Um, <laughs> and it's, like, from 8 to, like, an adult, like, 19, 18, that... You go through the hard parts in your life, and you go through puberty, and you're trying to yeah. find, like who you are and stuff. He missed all of that. Yeah, that's true. But it doesn't sound like the mother was there either. To be quite honest, well, like no, the way he's is, speaking about like her, he says that that's what hurt him the most. But like, yeah, I'm just being a little rude or harsh, <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's eleven years to account for from based yeah. on this maximum is five. So what happened to the other six? You know, you could have. Yeah come back yeah yeah i don't know what it was uh maybe there was something going on where he couldn't come back um uh, but yeah yeah Uh, it's a tough situation to be in though um i wonder wonder how the mom says like but your dad misunderstood i think it's because she didn't want them to know it's kind of like she already sounds like she's not a good person based off of the things she's doing right but like Maybe she was lying to them in a way. But she was why trying would to you like, say, "Hey, I'm cheating," and your ja- dad just misunderstood. <laughs> well, no, like it, she said she she's she's using specific language so that your your young kids don't know. Like she said that she had a liaison. Liaison. I don't know how that's spelled, by the way, or not spelled, Pronoun- pronounced. Uh, liaison, maybe. I'm not sure, but um, she told him that, and she said, "But your dad misunderstood." It's kind of like when people like back paddle, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, where they're like, oh, I, I, did, I, I didn't push her. It's just a, like I accidentally, you know, tripped a little bit, whatever, right? It's, they're yeah. kind of backpedaling to whatever it, they actually did. Um, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, the mother sounds like pretty messed up here. Yeah. Dang, bro. That's a, even as, a, as the kids themselves, it sounds like they're in a tough, or they grew up in a, in a tough situation. Because the mother wasn't there, and the father couldn't really be there for them either. And Man, honestly, like... I shout re- out to older siblings. Yeah, shout out to them, for real. Um, but I'm relating a lot to this story as, as like, people, like, actually kind of skimming through it right now. But, like, I also know how, how it felt when, like... And probably, you, you maybe did, too. But, like, my dad was here in the U.S. and he couldn't um, go down to Mexico to visit us. Um, I remember that we had, like, phone calls. I think, like, when I turned, like, five or something, we started having, like, phone calls, like, every other month or something. Or uh, like it was, it wasn't like 
very frequent. That's what I know. Um, and I remember how it's much it sucked, but like he called us, and then um he had those phones be- back before like any any of these new services or whatever were more affordable. He had this phone that was like you have to pay like like a certain amount of money at like a liquor store, and you get like ten minutes or like fifteen, phones, yeah, yeah, like prepaid phones. He had like like a fifteen minute card, and man, oh, this hits me so hard. But like, I know you're making me cry because this movie reminded <laughs> me of when my dad would call. Yeah, and then he'd call, and then we'd have like fifteen to twenty minutes to talk, and and then I just remember like at the clock, and we like <laughs> we have like thirty seconds left to like say everything we want to say. Oh man, it's making me tear up. <laughs> I know why you're saying this. Because <laughs> I'm relating to this man, dude. Like. Like, I remember we had, like, 30 seconds, and we just try to, like, fit everything in. Like, hey, I actually, I started, I got this new toy, blah, blah, blah. Like, hey, and this, and this. And I found out what my, what my favorite color is, blah, blah, blah. And I put it, like, in 10 seconds. And then, and then sometimes it'd be, like, beep. And then it'd just die. And, like, he couldn't do anything about it, you know? And um, was the song. He would always sing. Yeah. So it's tough, man. It's, it's tough. Like, I, we can relate pretty, <laughs> pretty hard with this, you know? So it, it, being in this situation, it's tough, dude. And um, I can, I, I remember now, like, when I, I don't, not remember, I've had conversations now with my dad about, about everything there, you know, because I want to know what his point of view was today this whole time. And um, I've had conversations with him, and he's like, yeah, and, you know, he tells me how it equally sucked for him and how he'd be crying, like, after because he wished that he could keep talking to us, you know? So, yeah, I mean, this is, this, this is sad, dude. It's a sad story. It's really sad. And this is the first story, dude. Yo, what's the... <laughs> yo, these next better all be wholesome. Or, or what's going know, on right? here? Um, No. The next one is a short, wholesome one that I chose because um, the the first one, right, was about cheating. So this is yeah. a little bit more on the... Other Damn, bro. We're going to be on a roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. Uh, next story here is I love my boyfriend so much. All right. Little turn of events, yeah, nice, I like it. This isn't really a negative thing, but I thought about writing it just to say it. I, 18 female, and my boyfriend, 20 male, have been together for almost two and a half years. We met in high school, and we are what his mom calls a quarantine couple. Our first date was the weekend before our school shut down, and we had six weeks apart, but we saw each other nonetheless. We Skyped and texted and kept in touch. In 2021, he went to college, and I finished my senior year, and he came down for my graduation. To this day, we go to the same college together. He's a marine science major, and I'm an East Asian studies major. I love his mom. I love his grandparents, his relatives, everything and everyone I meet from him, I love. I really don't think I could love anyone as much as I love him. Why did I write this, you ask? I've been dealing with a UTI for the past couple of days, and I've been taking antibiotics dealing with it as best as I can. At like 5 a.m. today, I woke up literally peeing myself in bed. I had no idea it was a side effect, and it freaked me the fuck out. Guess who helped me clean my mattress? Boyfriend. Guess who comforted me? Literally pissing myself. Boyfriend. I felt so bad, but he literally said, it could have happened to me. Don't worry about it. I just love him. This is so wholesome. <laughs> well, yeah, I chose no, it it's to so be my sweet. Yeah. It's, it's very um genuine, you know? Like, I feel like, um I don't know how young these people are. Oh, no, dude. 18 females, so she's 18 and he's 20. Cool. Mm-hmm. This does sound like from an 18-year-old. I wonder how early in her 18s this sounds. Because it sounds like a high school, like just got out of high school, 18-year-old. And it's very sweet. I think sweet. it is, yeah. yeah. We started dating almost two and a half years ago. Um, so she was like 16. Yeah, yeah. 
this is nice. It's cute. I like it. There, I don't think there's a lot to talk about, you know, but well, like it's me, cute. It's just like, um, I, I think it's super cute because it's an embarrassing moment, you know, but I think it's those moments that make you like, I don't know. Understand who you're actually with. Yeah. Because it does differentiate like he could have been like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, what did he do? You know? Um, but no, he took the complete opposite approach to that. And, um, uh, and, and that's pretty cool. But I think we've had conversations about this before. Like this, this is, it's so, it's, it's kind of messed up the world we come to with men. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not hating on you men out there. I'm a man myself. I'm an experienced male. But, um, uh, uh I think it's, it's kind of sad how like some guys just treat their significant, significant other, like just so poorly the like situations like this are not like common like it's like oh this is a rarity to have a boyfriend like this you know or like when when girls when i hear girls like whether it's like a youtube video or whatever or like my friends say like oh my god i can't believe he came out to the park with me or whatever or i can't believe he i can't believe he, he he went to the movies with me or whatever right or i can't believe he went to the movies with my two best friends that he doesn't like that much it's like uh, that's nothing dude like you know like that's that should be a normal thing like you give and you take right you you give as much as you can and the other person also gives as much as she can right or or he whatever whatever you are into um uh, so like why why would you decide not to go and make your significant other happy you know I think that hopefully it's it's becoming more common, you know, just because like, like how I said, I don't think our parents are like that to each other or were like that to each other. And I think it just comes from like, I don't know, things were just different, you know, um, like this takes a certain level of vulnerability from her, you know, to yeah. not be like, oh my gosh, get out. Like I, I, something happened. I don't want you to see, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think it's on both sides, the the guy and the girl. Um, it's just a little bit different, and I think it's so cute when you can reach a level of like comfortability. Yeah. With um your partner. Yeah, I mean it does show like um that your your relationship is pretty strong if you can be that transparent with somebody, you know. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I think that's that. Okay, I need um, to go blow my nose because the first story. Yeah, we'll take me. a little bit of a break here. I need to blow my nose too. <laughs> we'll hop on in a, a little bit here. All right, we're back and uh, refreshed, and we are ready to tackle on these next stories here. I will say, I think I didn't plan this out. I don't think I added enough wholesome to make up for. <laughs> yeah, I mean, heartbreaking always just hits harder than wholesome does for some reason. But um, let's see what uh, what this one has to has to say for us here. Am I the asshole for telling my daughter the real reason I don't allow her to refer to me as mom? While I'm unfamiliar with this app, my partner is far more active, so I've come to know this category. In recent events, perhaps two weeks ago, while touring across the country, I was stuck driving for eight hours and I was exhausted. However, my daughter, 15, popped the question as to why I don't allow her and her brother to address me as mom, like most would. Usually in this situation, not the first time she asked, I used the excuse of how it would be easier for her to find me if she ever got lost in the crowd, and I would be able to find her easier. But this time, she continued to push for the real reason as she is now grown. This was the same reason as why I spit the real truth to her. For context, I have never wanted children. Being in my early 40s when I had her and her younger brother was a choice of my partner as I gave in and complied to the idea. 
I never held a deep affection for them at first, but as they grow, I realize how much I truly love them. Continuing on, I told my daughter that I never wished to be a mother and I'd much rather not be tied down to a lifestyle of it and I didn't think much of this as I was tired and I just wanted to arrive at our destination. I can't exactly recall the reaction she had. She only replied along the lines of, that's the real reason? I didn't believe that I might have been in the wrong for telling her when she was the one who pushed for the reason. However, she later broke down after her dad joked about how he would be fine to allow her to call him dad. He was drinking that night. I admit, I did discuss why I wanted him and I to be referred to by our names rather than the titles of mom, etc. Before the birth of my daughter, he was reluctant but allowed it. And my daughter came out saying how I have burdened her with my words and how she second guesses her position as my daughter. She began to spiral and overreact, asking why I would tell her that, if I love her, etc. Then began to say how she wants the intimacy of calling me mom and how she does not feel close to me. We have never had a problem of how she calls me by my name, and I thought she would be only asking simply due to the curiosity of a growing person. She has yet to calm down and is still fairly tempered with me. It's been a few days and there remains a lot of tension, while her father does not remember the events that took place being drunk, so I come here for judgment. I love my children, and I make an effort to make sure it's clear to them. Am I the asshole? Okay, we're back to the familiar space of <laughs> am I the asshole? Yeah, yeah. Um... Uh, you want to go first on this one? Well, I I picked the story, so I want to hear your thoughts. Okay. Um. Oh man, I think um. I I can't see why she doesn't allow it anymore. Like I think she might be the asshole on this one because um she said that like at first she didn't have any intimacy towards her own children, right? Mm-hmm. But then as she, as she as she saw them grow up, she started realizing that she loves them, and she and she you know she cares about them. So why now that she has had this turn of um of events and, and like um uh, now that she's getting more close to them, why can't she allow them to call her mom anymore or call her mom in general? You know? Uh, well, I think like, she is the asshole. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if you said the reason why you think she's the asshole. So I'll say the reason why she th- I think she's the asshole. Okay. Because um she's acting like so dumb, in my opinion. Well, she wanted to hear the truth, and I told the truth, so she should yeah. be prepared to hear the truth. Yeah, but at the same time, she's a 15-year-old who, like, wants to feel close to her mom, you know? Yeah. And I feel like OP is just, like, not paying attention to her daughter because she she's like, I thought she was just asking out of curiosity. Yeah. Um, if she's asked multiple times, don't you think that there's a reason why? If she says that she doesn't feel close to you, don't you feel like there's a reason why? Yeah. yeah you admitted that you didn't really um, feel close to them or, or really had affection towards them. Yeah. Kids pick up on feelings like that. Yeah. And it must suck for a kid n- knowing that all your friends call their parents mom and dad. You know, and you have to and call her like Natasha or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have to call them by their name. Like I don't know. I I, I was obviously not in that situation, and it yeah. doesn't sound like OP was either. I, I don't know. Yeah. But how can she not? Why can she not put herself in her daughter's shoes and think about how it would have felt if she couldn't call her mom mom? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know what's up with the mother. I am not. I don't get her. I don't get her reasoning to any of this. Like. I understand how she didn't want to call her mom at first. I mean, she didn't want the, her kids to call her mom at first. But I, after she started, like, liking them, whatever, or uh, having affection towards them, now I don't get her. Like, now she seems like an asshole. Because it's like, 
why are you still restricting them from from calling your mom in I general? Because she really never wanted to be a mom. But then and now but, she is a mom, right? And I think. But she said she loved them. Like it's like a turn of heart or whatever, whatever a flip of heart, whatever that thing. Yeah, so, but you know? it's kind of still forced. You know. Because it wasn't her initial. No, but like you have to go up with it. Just it feels good doesn't mean that that's what you still wanted. Yeah, that, I guess so. But you, you have to kind of grow up, you know. Like you. Are, so what are you gonna do? You're gonna like treat these kids as they're not your kids because you're saying that they can't call you mom, and then you're just gonna cause like unnecessary trauma I to feel them. Like she was just going through the motions. And now, and now she's stuck in that motion. Like, what I'm saying is, like, people people can change, and clearly yeah, she did. I, I think but like, why isn't she to to still not really wanting to be a mom? You know, like secretly down, she still like doesn't feel like she wants to be a mom. I, I but like, she's trying some to. Some people like are meant to not be parents. You know, it mm. really doesn't come to them. And I think she might be one of those people that just really didn't want kids, but she went through with it for her partner. Yeah. Um, and is doing the best. Or, yeah, the best of it. But still, like, sh- yeah. she's not fit to be a mom. Yeah. I mean, I think she should, um uh, like, just have a sit down with herself and really talk to herself to see, like, what she wants to do. Because you're either going to, like, own up to it or you're going to cause trauma to those kids. I think like, that's, re- yeah. Like, resentment. You're going to make them resent you for, for not giving them everything that, that a mom should give to their children, you know? So, like, sit down and really think about what you're going to do. You're either going to be have to be okay with, like, the fact that, like, you're going to give them some resentment and stuff and, and maybe, like, cause them to not want to be around you in the future. Or you're going to, like, just woman up, mom up. That's what you really want, any, anything, put on a t-shirt or something. Just mom up and, um, uh, and, and treat them like they're your actual kids because they are. And, and, you know, just switch yourself to be, like, a better person suited to be a mom. I think she should have done that before she decided to go and have kids because that too, like that's not fair. You, is, yeah. I don't see it as an e- either or, right? You're yeah. saying she either has to be okay with her kids maybe not wanting to hang out with her as grownups, or she needs to mom up. Yeah. I think the only answer is to mom up. Like you brought these kids into the world, then like fulfill your role as a yeah. mom. But I think she is kind of trying. But she just sees it as in like checking boxes, you know. Yeah. Mom cooks dinner. I check. I, I think um I think she's playing mom. Yeah. Like she's she, it's it's weird. Um, I I think she's actually like a really weird individual because and I, and I don't know if this is common by the way, but like normally when you have to make a decision of like 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 a bigger decision, sometimes we're like fuck it, let's do it, right? Like like are we gonna get that car? Whatever, you know, like, we thought about it way too much. Let's just do it, yeah. right? Like, we, we kind of come down to, like, we don't want to make an actual decision, so we're just going to just actually say yes so that we don't have to think about this anymore. Yeah. I feel like that's what she did with the kids. Yep. Like, she didn't actually, like, think 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 to herself, all right, do I want to have kids? Do I want to have kids and actually make a decision, like, an actual decision? Because having kids is not just a fuck it, we'll do it. <laughs> you know, it's like, um, all right, um, I think, I, I think I, I'm okay with being a mom. I think I'm ready to to fulfill that role of a mom, whatever, yeah. right? And I feel like she didn't do that whatsoever. She she literally just went like, "All right, if you want it, then I guess we're getting a, a new baby." It's not a puppy, dude. You know? Yeah. Like I think maybe the the decision was harder for her. It wasn't, "Do I want to have kids or not?" She knows she doesn't want to have kids. Yeah. I think the question was, "Do I not have kids, and my partner will resent me, or do I not have kids, and?" we get divorced or like separated yeah 
or do I just have kids? I think those were her options, and she chose to have kids, and I don't think that was fair for the kids. Yeah, it's not. Um, like, yeah, the top comment here is being tired often results in saying stuff without thinking about it. So I get that. But let's look at this one. You think there's never been any problem and that she's asking out of curiosity? Did you ever consider that she's asked multiple times because she may be deeply anxious about it, insecure about it, because friends and classmates have asked her why she didn't call you mom her entire life or assumed you weren't her mother and she had no answer to them? I can tell you right now that kids are cruel and that if she had no answer, some kid would have definitely said, haha, your mom doesn't love you. This has probably been building up for a long time. Sit down with her. Have a good talk. Say that you're sorry and ask if it has impacted her. And if she says yes, don't blame her. Don't make excuses. Apologize for not saying it. Listen to her. Don't try to overexplain unless she asks you to. Find out where this came from. If she gets loud, be calm and don't start any. Don't you raise your voice slash take that tone with me stuff parents love to do. If your child is suddenly inconsolable, there's a reason. You're the asshole, but you don't have to keep being one. If you truly love your children now, do right by her. Just know that this will be a defining moment for your family. How you handle this will matter. Don't downplay her feelings. They're absolutely understandable. What you said must be heart-wrenching to a child of 15 who doesn't quite get nuance yet. I'd be upset at 23. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good, that's really, really good. I, I like his um his suggestion there. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was a perfect diagnosis. Yeah. <laughs> Overall rating on this was that, um, uh, dang, you put it really all the way down here. Overall vote was that. So I want you to cheat. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I wasn't even tempted. I didn't even know. Um, but yeah, overall vote was asshole. And um, yeah, yeah. I hope she does actually take it seriously though. I feel like she she hasn't been taking that any of that seriously uh, the whole time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's hop over to the next story here. Am I the asshole for telling my niece why I kept the distance from her and her parents growing up? I, 42 male, have a niece, Lily, 18 female. Lily is a result of an affair my ex-fiance had with my brother while we were still together. I was led to believe Lily was mine throughout the entire pregnancy and almost signed her birth certificate before my ex confessed out of guilt that Lily was probably my brother's. We did a DNA test and Lily wasn't mine. During my teens, I got into an accident which left me infertile. The doctor said my chances of fathering a child were slim to non-existent, so you can imagine how crushed I felt when I discovered that not only I'm not going to be a father, but I was also betrayed by two people I loved. It's been years since, and I did well for myself. I'm the first in my family to attend university, and I landed a high-paying job right after graduation. I own my own business, I invest in property, and since I'm both single and childless, I can spend my income however I please. My ex ended up marrying my brother. I'm somewhat cordial towards them, but I can't bring myself to fully forgive them for what they did. And although I know Lily is blameless, whenever I see her, I'm constantly reminded of how I was once overjoyed with holding her in the hospital thinking she was mine. So I can't bear to look at her for too long. I didn't visit her growing up, didn't take her on fun trips or give her lavish gifts like I did for the rest of my nieces and nephews. I wasn't mean or hateful to her, but I will admit I kept my distance. When my oldest nephew turned 18, I decided that I will pay for his college education since I could afford it while his parents couldn't. I even rented him one of my apartments for cheap so he wouldn't have to worry about money and could focus on getting his education. Since then, I did the same thing for two of my other nieces. Last week, Lily approached me during a family event and inquired if I could pay for her education. I told her no. She then called me a jerk and asked why I was so distant towards her and her parents to the point where I couldn't even do her the same favor I did for the rest of her cousins. I told her that her parents have enough money to afford education and asked her how she could possibly expect me to be okay with watching my ex and brother who had an affair behind my back play happy family in front of me. 
After that, Lily got quiet for the rest of the event and left early. I later got a call from my ex yelling at me for ruining her family. Apparently, she and my brother didn't bother telling Lily about what they did to me all those years ago. And now that she knows, she is so angry at them that she decided to go live with her boyfriend's family. I'm starting to feel guilty that I told her the truth since it affected her more than I thought it would. But at the same time, she is grown enough to know the truth and I don't think I could have lied to her face even if I wanted to. Am I the asshole? Oh my gosh, dang. So you picked yeah. this story and I didn't, I hadn't read it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's one, it's kind I, of really similar in the sense of saying something you shouldn't have and that's what makes you an asshole. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think he's an asshole too for, for what he said. Um, I don't know how that feels in that moment though. Like, think about how much pain that that child caused. Like, not the child itself, but like what the child means to him. Yeah. And like, how much pain that cost him. And then like, how how would you be able to hold yourself together when you're that close to her? And all those memories are like brought to you with pain. And then you feel like, you just. I feel like at that moment you just, you just feel like you want to tell her so bad, you know? Yeah. And then, like, I, I, what happened is that this guy wasn't able to control himself and actually did do it, you know? But, like, the, the, the better thing to do is to, like, just hold yourself, like, hold yourself from doing it, you know? I think this is, I, I think it's really close to my feelings and emotions towards the other story. I think that he should have been a better uncle. I think it's not fair. Because he recognizes that Lily has nothing to do with it and it's not her fault or anything. But yeah. why not do the same favors that you did for the other yeah even more it's 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 such a weird situation because when things like this happen there's two ways you can approach it right you can either be like this guy and be just very distant from her and be a little bit of an asshole or you can be the uncle the best uncle she ever had right like maybe not be super cool with the parents like yeah don't don't go to the movies with the parents whatever right but like treat that child like they're like the best I don't think you can do that. I don't think so. Well, you, if, you if said it yourself. Like she, like to him, represents a little like, pain. But like that doesn't necessarily mean that's how he needs to continue living on. Like no, he but could you choose to be. You like, can't control whether that gives you pain or not. So you would be asking him to do something that's going to cause him pain to cause her happiness. I don't think that's healthy. Well, yes, that's not healthy. But what I'm saying is, like sometimes people can can shift events to to turn them from a bad. A bad thing to a good thing so like sometimes you can instead of seeing this in such a bad light you can be like yeah she's not my daughter and yeah i'm infertile so i can't have infertile so i can't have infertile. kids infertile so i can't have kids but i can treat this little girl that i thought was mine as my own you know and actually treat i think her. that you're seeing it in a way that would be nice but i don't think that's possible Maybe. because mm -hmm. if you're gonna interact with a with a kid right yeah. with a baby until they're an adult because she's 18 now so th that entire time you have to interact with her parents yeah. there's n no way around that yeah and i like even now they're not cool they're cordial yeah not, not cool so i wonder if you can do anything in these type of situations like are you able to like sue her or something or like lying to you or whatever emotional damage emotional you technically could right I emotional so. damage and on top of that, this actually is emotional damage. You kind of got really fucked over. Like, the brother is the one that's marrying the, the person mm -hmm. that, like, you thought was your one and only, whatever, your soulmate. And um, and they're having a baby. 
that you thought was yours mm -hmm. for nine months it's like they stole your story you know you yeah you're happily ever the, after yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know maybe maybe it actually would be worth it at this point no typically i'm like against suing anybody for anything like that but like this this person's life got i mean i guess he wouldn't have become the person he is now right yeah oh man those are always such like uh <laughs> uh i always i always like don't know where to go with those paths because i'm, I'm like, against suing in general like you could sue and you could like maybe, uh, actually i guess what you would what you should do in the situations is whatever makes you feel good again you know like mm -hmm. if suing makes you feel good for whatever reason then go ahead but if if you don't think you want to sue them and you want to just maybe be by yourself for a while, then, you know, whatever, whatever makes you feel better. I hope yeah. that from here on out, though, if I don't know if he can put that hurt behind, yeah. that he will develop a really cool relationship with his niece. I agree. I agree. Here. Dang, it sucks for Lily because she, she was it, it's not her fault. And I think it would suck to see your uncle favor yeah, everyone, everyone over else. you. It's not even one person, you know? Because, yeah. like, I've, I've had that. You know, one of my aunts loves my older brother, and everyone knows it. But yeah. I think it's one thing if she loved everyone, all of my cousins, except me. That'd be tough. Yeah. You'd feel singled out and everything. Yeah. Uh, there is a quick edit slash update here. Ooh. Uh, for those asking why it was so hard for me to look at Lily all those years, here's a couple of reasons to sum it up. My ex and I began dating when we were 13 and broke up when we were 24, so 11 years. She knew about my infertility issues and how much I wanted to be a dad and still led me on to believe the baby was mine. Two, I named Lily when she was born since I always liked the name and wanted to name my daughter that. My ex didn't change her name even after it was discovered that she's not mine. Three, my brother and I look alike. Lily looks like my brother, and as a result, she also looks a lot like me. If my ex didn't tell me back then I wasn't her father, I wouldn't have suspected a thing. 4. Having to witness a child that looks like me, as the name I chose and was being raised by the woman I loved for so long, all the while being infertile, really made it impossible for me to be an active part of Lily's life like I was for her cousins. Not out of resentment to her, but for the sake of my mental health. I decided to listen to some of your advice and text Lily. I asked her if she would like to meet up and have a conversation about all that went on. Just like you said, she does deserve some answers. She hasn't replied yet. If she will, I'll update. Oof. There's an update. There is an update now? There is an update. Hey, nice. Yeah, okay. Let me go ahead and jump over to that story there. But dang, all those four reasons are really solid reasons. It just, it sucks. They really did steal his forever. Happy. Oh Happy ever God. after? Yes, yeah. There. Yeah um update okay i've met up with lily yesterday i told her about my relationship with her mother how and when it started went into detail about the accident i went through the cheating her birth i went over everything she asked me about in turn she told me everything her parents told her about me growing up apparently she was told that around the time she was born i had a miracle baby named lily that died at the hospital and since she and her share the same name i held some sort of resentment towards her i'm still processing what she told me i feel like it's such a twisted retelling of what actually happened that it's insulting Needless to say, there was a lot of crying involved and apologies on both ends. Lily says she's doing better now that she knows the truth, that her boyfriend and his family have been an amazing support to her through all of this. My family decided to officially cut off any contact from my ex and brother. Now that Lily is an adult, there is no need to also invite them along so they can see her. For those asking me if I go to therapy, 
Yes, I do. My therapist was the one who suggested I distance myself from Lily and her parents all those years ago. And honestly, it did do wonders for my mental health. So I can't say I regret that decision. I was suicidal back then, and I don't think regular contact with them would have possibly done me any good. I decided that I'll try my best to be more involved in Lily's life now that I don't have to interact with her parents in order to meet up with her. Lily agreed and said she also wants to get to know me better. Overall, this whole incident opened up a lot of old wounds, but I'm glad that it happened. It needed to happen. All I can say is that I hope that both Lily and I will probably heal from this and move on with our lives. That's such a wholesome ending. Yeah. <laughs> So I like it. It's I, like, I think this was a heartbreaking story too and it ended up being a wholesome story yeah. towards the end. Oh, that's so cool. I'm I like happy that. for them. Yeah. Dude, those parents suck. That yeah. lie that they made. Yeah, that's messed up. No, dude. you already like fucked this guy over yeah. and then you're like ruining and making up the story to cover your ass. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, The whole time I was thinking like couldn't um, like because he mentioned about how, like, he, him and his brother look alike, right? Mm-hmm. Don't they have similar DNA as well, yeah. since they're siblings? Couldn't, um, couldn't he talk to the wife and the wife be like, okay, you cheated. I guess it's how much does she love him and not her, and not his brother, mm-hmm. right? Because if she was still in love with him, it was one of those things where she's like, I, I messed up, I had an affair, blah, 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 like, I still love you. Then they could have kept the baby, because it's still a baby that has your DNA. And then he could have tried to get over it if he could have. Yeah. You know? I think it's just crazy because um, I think Lily could have been their kid, you know? Yeah. And she could have had a different life. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what's messing up with her head too, you know? Yeah. I think it's just too much. Like, I, I think it's messed up to put people through this type of, like, mental, uh, like, but how do I put it? Like, do you say mental something? hurt, I guess. Like. So much, so much like pent up like background information that you that you've never like been able to tap into because and I think you're never gonna be able to process. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that's that's like a maze of mental issues. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Overall, but, but just to hmm? say on um, what you said about him keeping the baby with his ex, you know, I I I don't think that that's healthy. No, I don't. I would never do that. Like, cheating yeah. is one thing, right? I'm already against cheating. Yeah. And then cheating with your sibling, uh, you can't. I can't come back from that. Yeah, yeah. It would have been tough. I'm just trying to see. I'm trying to see what, like, the best type of outcome could have been, right? But, like, I'm just yeah. lucky because I don't have any sisters. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not, you're not lucky. Like, I wouldn't <laughs> cheat with your sisters. Like My imaginary sisters? You're saying yeah, they're imaginary. They're pretty <laughs> ugly, dude. <laughs> Uh, overall vote was not the asshole, by the way. So I we were wrong, but like the you thing is, what? like I, I, we I wish wrong. I if wish you're the update it based just on like the initial story. Then yeah, I guess I mean yeah, it seems like more he's the asshole in the initial story, but then like the wholesome outcome was not the asshole. Yeah. Hey guys, sorry to interrupt here, but in this episode we actually ran into a lot of technical issues with the camera, and due to that we actually lost a lot of uh, footage and. Yeah, it sucks, but hey, the show must go on, right? I didn't want to go ahead and leave you guys hanging here with uh, just a few stories, so I went ahead and put in a clip here of an additional story that actually wasn't released in one of the previous episodes. So um, yeah, hope you guys enjoy. All right, just going to go ahead and read the next story here. Am I the asshole for refusing to be a stepmom to my husband's kids? I know that sounds terrible, but hear me out. I've been newly married for about six months now, and my husband has a 15-year-old son. 
Jason. My husband is only 32, so he had him early. It has just been the two of them until I came into the picture two years ago. His kid never liked me, which I get. I made a deal into a trio, and he misses just his dad. That said, my husband really wanted to do the whole family thing that his kid didn't get growing up. He has a lot of guilt about his mom, who hasn't been in the picture since his birth and wants him to have a stable relationship to look up to like his parents. Now, Jason and I aren't openly hostile, but it's uncomfortable. Uncomfortable enough that I decided to sit him down and ask him what he wants from me. Immediate answer, you're not my mom. You're not my parent. Don't act like it. And I said, okay. That took him by surprise, and I asked if I could at least be his friend. At the time, he said he wasn't sure, and I told him that was fine, and just to tell me when he's ready to let me know what he wants from our relationship. But until then, I won't try and parent him. That little talk did wonders. He avoids me less, talks to me more. He actually initiated a conversation with me the other day, and I almost cried law and even watched movies with me. I.e., I'm watching a movie already, and he will sit with me and always start it. Not much talk, but presence. My husband noticed and he was initially very happy until he asked Jason what changed and he didn't like the answer. He confronted me about it and said I should have talked to him about the relationship I was trying to have and that me being a friend is inappropriate and I need to be a parent. That's what I signed up for. It puts him in a bad position if not being able to use my input for future childcare choices and I'm sabotaging being a mom. And here's where the I am the asshole is. I said I'm never going to be his mom. He doesn't want me to, so I'll do whatever I can to make him at least not hate me for being around. That made him cry, and he said it felt like I already gave up before I tried. Jason was not present for this fight, by the way, and my husband isn't a yeller. Think emotional combo, but not mean. That kid is his life, and I know he just wants the best, but I think this is the best. But I may have overstepped here by going over his head and straight to Jason. Am I the asshole? No. What do you think? Not the asshole. I think this is, weirdly enough, like, very nice of her. Like, I feel like most parents are like, all right, there's this new kid in my life. I'm going to try the best as I can, even if he pushes me away to be his parent. Yeah. But this, she took, like, a very different approach to it. Like, she actually kind of, in a way, really cares about him enough to be like, I don't want to be this person that, like, is is just, like, hated by him. Mm -hmm. And I want to be this person that can support him in things in a different way that is not mom-like, you know? Well, the kid is 15. Yeah. Like, he doesn't need a mom. Maybe he did, but, like, not anymore. And Yeah, I think no that ship sailed, like, at nine or something. Yeah, no one can walk into your life at that age and just be like, okay, well, I'm your parent now, and you need to, like, respect me. Like, well, Yeah. I think that the dad is justifying his feelings in the sense that I get where he's coming from. He's probably, you know, he's carried how his kid grew up only with one parent his whole life and he mm-hmm. wanted to, to um kind of well, fix that yeah but it that's his desire so he needs to not be selfish and if this is working for them and this is how they're happy then he should be happy for that too yeah definitely definitely um i i don't know what i don't know how you where you go from here though like do you just have a conversation with the dad and try to see if the dad will maybe come to terms with your what you decided to to do or do you then decide, hey, okay, this is a very touchy subject. I'm just going to let the dad be the dad. And I'm going to have to, like, kind of step back a little bit and uh, just maybe tell Jason, like, hey, we can't be friends, unfortunately. No, or maybe even I the dad that can the, be. No, the dad just needs to take his time to figure out his emotions. But hopefully by the end of um, just thinking to himself, 
that he comes to the conclusion that he does need to leave that relationship work out as it is yeah um, and not try to make it into something that it just can't be yeah it's kind of like a uh oh, what is that thing where you, you build up the, this beautiful dream in your head of mm-hmm. like man i can't i can't believe it finally there's a mom in the house and finally my child is gonna have this mom son relationship with with mm-hmm. this person and then you you come into reality and it's like oh neither of them actually want to you know have that type of relationship and so he kind of i think he just overdid it like he he overdreamt something that could that he couldn't control you know yeah. and now he's like disappointed because his huge dreams couldn't even like you know could reach that but this is just a better version of that in it is opinion. a better version yeah yeah and then to his points of now i won't be able to like use you as a i don't know what he was trying to say but i think he's he was trying to like I think it was more like um, if the son decides to do something bad or something, or maybe would have kids on the road, whatever, whatever it is, he he can't be like, well, go tell your mom this, or well, ask your mom for permission, blah blah, blah. or just kind of use her as like a mother figure. He can't like, you get what I'm saying? Well, I think that she's she's might not be called a mom, but she's still an adult that like deserves respect, you know. Yeah. So I think uh, as long as. He can still do that, you know, like, hey, yeah. I, I don't know about, like, taking you, um, allowing you to go on a trip with your friends, like, for example, yeah. right? But, like, the kid can still understand that um, they are still husband and wife. So he can still talk to her and be like, hey, can you convince dad to do blah, 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 let mm, me do that. Yeah. It, it's just not the label of mom. Yeah, I think the dad is probably just afraid of what what might be. Like, he's afraid that it's, like, Oh, are they gonna like kind of gang up on me in the way because they're now friends, quote unquote? But he's she's not a I mom. Don't think that's that thing. It. I think. Or he's also, just I think she. I think he's okay. Let me kind of like jump back a little bit. I think he's afraid of the unknown. I think the fact that he's like, well, I had this beautiful picture in my mind, right? And then now it's not coming to fruition. Like, what's no gonna? Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's like, well, what's gonna happen? Like, obviously, this is not gonna work, and like, blah blah blah. It's gonna be chaotic, blah blah. But the re- reality is, you you ended up with a, a very good ideal situation. Like, there could have been worse scenarios. You could have had the son be like, you know what? I actually, you're never gonna be a mom, and I hate you. Mm-hmm. And I'm never gonna like you. But instead, it's like, you know, they're actually willing to maybe create a friendship together, and that's that's nice. That's why I think that the dad just needs to take time to, like, think it over and be, like, rational about it. Yeah. And he'll see that the relationship that they're building is, it, it is his dream, just without yeah. maybe the label of mom. Yeah, yeah, 100%. The top comment on this one was, uh, not the asshole. You did it the right way. Hubby needs to back off and let you two have whatever relationship works best for you right now. And obviously, overall, um, rating was not the asshole. But, uh, yeah, I mean, this is exactly it. I think he can't control it. You know, it has to kind of be, like, birth, not birth, <laughs> created, whatever, whatever. You understand what I'm saying. It, it needs to be, be like, natural. yeah, exactly. It needs to be natural. It needs to um, be between both of them. Like, he can't be like, all right, now you're going to be pretending to be the son, and you're going to pretend to be the mom, and then you guys are just going to, like, laugh at each other's jokes, and, you know, you can't control it. It has to, it has to be completely natural so that it can turn out fine. And yeah. I think that this kid and, and this lady can, like, build a really awesome relationship to th- where when he's going off to college and stuff, yeah, um, it, it works out, you know? He has someone to talk to maybe in a different way. 
Um, yeah, yeah, that's true. Because sometimes uh, children don't open up to parents, but they open up to like older siblings or different um, uh, uh, friends or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So if she's there for him, she might even become more of a valuable asset in a way, because she she'll be like in the in the in with him when he maybe he can't. So yeah, yeah. overall, I do think this is probably the best course of action that could have happened. Um, hopefully, the dad does decide to go ahead and decide um uh, to to just be okay with it or maybe just come to terms that this might be a, a better uh relationship that they might have you know yeah i i really hope it's just one of those things where he kind of got cut off guard and it was something that he had built up like really big in his head and that's why it hurt but he'll get over it yeah yeah um but i think it's that um i do see that op commented a few things here but um uh, as for example, some people were really hating on this guy just to give you a, maybe some of you guys even think about this, but like um, uh, some of them were saying that he he didn't want a wife, like he wasn't looking for a wife, he was actually just looking for a mom for oh, the kid, yeah. and I, that's an approach they didn't even think about honestly. Well, the but thing like, is that like when you're in his shoes, you kind of are looking for the two in one because you can't just like go out there looking for someone that is how do I put it? Like you have a kid. Yeah. You know, so you need to look for someone that is is okay with that relationship and that is willing to like uh, have some sort of relationship with that because yeah, you you could go out there and find someone that's like, oh yeah, I never wanted kids and that's why I don't have yeah. kids. And like, oh well, maybe that's not the best fit for you. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, fortunately though, I do think they're gonna make it. Like just with the fact that that the um, uh, LP is commenting on here and she's putting more information. It's actually really nice because, like I said earlier with that comment of, like, he was saying, oh, that your husband was just looking for a mom, not a wife. Uh, she actually commented and she was like, I promise he isn't. He treats me so well, it's not even funny. Literally the night of this fight, before we went to bed, he, like, angrily cuddled me and reminded me he loved me despite the mess. Jason is his... Sor- yeah, <laughs> it's so cute. Jason is his sore spot. He's protective. He wants the best for him, and he just loves him overall else. So I think it's making him irrational. Yeah, like mm-hmm. it's so cute. Like yeah, that's 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 a nice dude. He's a nice guy, and I think they're gonna he make just it. Really I think. Cares. Yeah, yeah. I think he just cares. He cares, and I think I think his his dream wasn't um uh, wasn't accomplished. So he's being a little bit like attackative. Is that even a word? I know <laughs> what you're trying to say. He's maybe defensive is a word. I don't know. He's he's just being a little a little irrational, like she's saying. And um, uh, because he wanted it so bad, you know? You but can totally tell that this kid didn't grow up with two parents, but um, his dad did everything he could to give him the amount of par- love that two parents would give him. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's the other thing, too. Maybe he just doesn't want to see it go to waste, you know? But um, <laughs> What do you mean? Like, maybe he's like, I, I built this kid up to be, like, this really good human being or whatever. I don't want it to be, like, taken away by somebody who doesn't want to the give him love like i do and instead it just wants him to be like a pal or whatever like still being like in a household where the adults have nothing but love for him yeah exactly mm. exactly instead of like because a friend could be pretty mean to you know like a friend could be like <laughs> yo jason honestly bro that haircut ain't cutting it bro <laughs> you know whatever the, the dad doesn't get it though because it a friend she doesn't mean like your high school friend you know, there's different types of friendships. Yeah, like a healthy relationship friend. Exactly. It's yeah. it's a person that he could look up to that is older, has gone through some stuff, has wisdom, mm-hmm. loves his dad. So by default, like, will have some love towards him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, honestly, I hope for the best for them. And um, uh, and that's that. Yeah. 
and i think this was the final um, story of this episode here so we're just gonna go ahead and end it here i hope you guys have a great day and um i'll see you in the next one